a little bit hot. Okay. Hey, Joey. Hey, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over 15 years, and each week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. In fact, we so never miss a week, we just did it earlier today. About half an hour ago, we called and we told each other some great <laughs> stories. Uh-huh. And then on we the said, phone, though. On the phone. And then we said, mm-hmm. um, I have no stories. Let's record a show. <laughs> well, you had a lot of off-the-record stories. Yeah, so a lot of stories I couldn't fine. share on the show. But, um, Joe, hey, I, I actually have just like a couple of quick stories, too. So, you know, this might be a shorter episode. I think our last episode was long anyway. So, yeah, so what, what, say la vie. What, what, let me ask you this question. Hmm. Here's what we should do. We should do the show at its natural length. But my goal is to keep it as short as possible. What, what's your guess that we could bring it in at? Oh, we're going to do 34 minutes at least. Oh, I'm saying 27. Okay. Okay, let's go. see. All right, here we go. <laughs> but we have to go natural length. No okay. trying to shorten what's it or anything the, like that. The greatest thing is the people listening already know who won. <laughs> oh, that's true. Huh? Yeah. Because they could see the actual length. Okay. So, Joe. Yeah. Um, This is a story from the archives a long time ago and stop me when you remember the story so you can finish it but a long time ago i was telling you guys about um a guy i follow on instagram and social media who is like a professional instagram guy who takes pictures of people on the subway and do you remember this no was i on that episode um, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, you don't remember? I, I hope I told this because otherwise it's kind of a stupid story. But he, 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 he's a really negative kind of character and he takes pictures oh, yes, of people yeah, that he, break uh, the rules on mm-hmm, the subway. Yes. Okay. Now you said break the rules. Yes. I, you oh, have told right, us. You, right. Okay. You've told us on the show. Yes. Okay. Good. So this, he takes these pictures of people who are breaking the rules on the subway, like they have their backpack on the seat next to them yeah. or people that are manspreading, right? Stuff yeah. like that. And he writes snarky comments and almost like does Paris Hilton like hand drawings over things and like, I don't know, it's, it, it's, in the beginning it was like really subtle. It was like a bunch of his life, but then when he saw it, he would also do that. But then it became like, Obviously, he was hunting for it, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just very negative, like really judgmental and like just like ridiculing these people for breaking the rules on the subway when like maybe the guy's backpack's next to him on the seat, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe the car is empty. Like, I don't, I don't know, like, or we don't know if, you know, someone really even needs that seat. So yeah. I don't know. It's just like too much. So I unfollowed him, right? Yeah. I don't need that negativity in my life. And uh, uh, this week, I got an Instagram message, bonk, and it's from this uh, guy, the subway guy. And he says, like, hey, what's up? And I didn't respond. Wait, did you know him or anything? No, no. We interacted a lot on uh, social media just like – through normal kind of engagement like likes and occasional comments and stuff but 
Does he have a lot of yeah. followers? Yeah, probably equal to me, but he was gaining followers at a rapid rate when I left. And that rapid rate had a lot to do with like the tone change, I think. Like he became known for that kind of thing. So he started, you know, just enjoying. Yeah, playing it up. That. Yeah, playing it up, exactly. Um, so he probably has a lot now. Like when I was leaving, he was like getting featured on the news and stuff for for his stuff um and so he said hey what's up and when i got the message i was like our interactions weren't deep enough that i would even think it was real i was like oh he got hacked and this is like a bot or something Mm -hmm. and i don't know something about i sat for like a day so then i finally responded i was like hey how's it going and he quickly responded and said something like uh, when I unfollow people on social media, I usually have a reason, and I noticed that you've unfollowed me, so I thought I would just reach out to see if you could maybe tell me the reason that you did. Oh, God. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> well, I've, I've already done it, so I'll be able to tell you what I did, too, but what would you do? I would be very diplomatic, but I would tell them the truth. I would say, well, you know, I feel like cause it was too negative right that was a thing yeah um i kind of didn't like i noticed that the, when i first liked your instagram post i really liked this and this and this about it but then i sort of felt and maybe this is me that it got a little negative and that and so it just what i wouldn't even say that i would say it just the tone shifted and that tone i didn't i wasn't that I, that tone wasn't what i originally followed and i unfollowed it that's kind of what I did. I, 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 I said I said something like, um, "My look, when I unfollowed him, I thought he wouldn't have even noticed, and I, that's kind of what I wanted was just to fade away." But since he asked, um, I will tell him, and I basically said what you said, but um, I I didn't say that like the tone shifted. I kind of just said like the subway stuff is like really judgmental and feels like you're trying to ridicule people for breaking the rules. And I don't know, it just doesn't feel productive and I didn't want to partake. And then he took a picture of your email and put it on his Instagram. And then a dick pic. <laughs> and then he drew it. And then he drew like a dick of like coming all over the email. <laughs> and then he responded like, okay, cool. Or something like that. Um, and that was it. But I thought it was interesting because I was wondering what you would have done if you would have told the truth or I don't know. But we did. We would have done the same thing. Yeah, I like to. I'm. Uh, God, I don't want to get too much in the weeds here. Uh, I like to di- address things directly, right? I don't like. To, I don't like to have things just lingering and festering. Uh, there's somebody that we know that I directly addressed uh, an elephant in the room, right? And I know, ha, 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 Joe, we know, whatever. Um, but I address a, an elephant in the room, you know, and uh, I've gotten no response from that person. I gave it a couple of days, two or three days, and I've gotten zero response. But I, I, I felt I was very, as much as possible, diplomatic in what yeah. I'm reaching out. This is really inside baseball. <laughs> I know, but I, but I'm code. trying to I know, but I'm trying to relate to you, which is that like 
I, I would respond, but I, I, I would try to be as diplomatic as possible if, if the situation warranted it. So, like, so to answer your question, uh, in this case, with this guy emailing me or calling me out, I, I would have been, I would have answered, but I would have been diplomatic. Sure. I wouldn't have just ignored it. I got you. I got you. I also uh, have this fear that people are always going to use emails against me. So I'm I'm actually very careful what I write. I'm not careful what I say. Strangely, I don't know why I think this podcast is immune to that. <laughs> I just say stupid shit on here all the time. But when I actually write things, I'm generally pretty careful. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's this the one no one has access to my email. Right, but a thing that I put out on the internet that I'm just saying like stupid shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do have a story. Okay, I just thought of a story. All right. Well, real quick. Um, no, no, I'm gonna tell the story right now. I'm just, I'm just thank God I have a story. Also, uh, Steve just got an apartment in Oakland. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Oh my God, that's huge news. But wait, I thought yeah. one of the reasons Steve liked living where he lived was that. It was close to his job. It, it that is true. He lived the in the location he lived and the tiny apartment he lived in because he lived close to his job. So he's upgrading apartment and the price of that is the distance that he'll have to travel to work every day. Oh, okay. So um Because his apartment he, was like Uber tiny, right? Really small. Yeah. Now how like, far is his new place from you? The same house. Um, what'd you say? The same house. Yeah, <laughs> no. It's actually probably similar distance. Oh, it is. Um, well, travel time anyway, let's say. Because mm-hmm. uh, BART, to see him now on the BART is very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the distance is far, but under the bay is a very fast BART ride, you know? Because uh, it doesn't stop, uh, obviously, <laughs> under the water. So, um I'm, Under the bay. <laughs> I'm just trying to Under get us close. Under the bay. Yes, Joe, keep singing. I'll go see. <laughs> I'll see my boyfriend. And I'm drinking. Under the bay. You're getting us closer to the time that I oh, said. That's, we oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. <laughs> Isn't there a second verse to that? <laughs> um, wait, where was I in this story? Oh, so um, we actually went to go see the place together. Um, and it's right. Did by, Steve well, pack a lunch for you? <laughs> because we're going to be there long. No, I'm making a joke about your hiking story. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's a really, it's a callback, but yeah, it's an obscure one. Yeah, I went, I, went be, I dug deep for that one. It's for the loyal fans. Mm-hmm. Um. So wait. Um, we went to see the apartment. It's, it was huge and in his price range and it's in a pretty good neighborhood. It's right off Lake Merritt. Um, I don't know. I'm really, Oh, by that cemetery I went to, um, kind of, how close does he live to young master Shane? I don't know where Shane lives. Neither do I. Oh, (laughs) I have no idea where Shane lives. (laughs) Um, so he's going to be moving at the top of the new year, which is a great time to start a new, a new start over, right? 
Aren't you a believer in like oh, fresh starts? You and- know what? I, I, went, I looked at the calendar this year. Speaking of that, January 2nd starts on a Monday this year. That because to, I remember okay, you remember the thing I wouldn't do a diet unless it was on like January first on a Monday. Uh-huh. I've since revised that because I'm like, wait, January first is an actual holiday. So really, the best day to start a diet is the second, and it's a Monday this year. <laughs> I think that I think that's a sign that I have to. It's a new you. It's a new. It's a new. Well, <laughs> it's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new you, and I'm feeling. Good. You know that uh, Michael Bublé song? Should we double down on the bet? Could could I like? I only have one story, and it's short. Okay, so he moves at the top of the new year. At the new year, it's a new dawn. (laughs) It's a new day. What does the winner get again? (laughs) You should have established something. I know. <laughs> I didn't even say anything. No, <laughs> I'm, I have an inside joke that we would have to bleep out. We can't because it would it would I fuck know. up with the time. But keep but write it down so you don't forget it. Um, and I don't have uh, my desk has no paper or pencil. That's a, that seems like a good desk. Who you? I I don't even use paper for any reason. Okay. And I draw for a living. <laughs> I feel like you're just stretching time now. So what happened with Steve's apartment? So he moves in on the first, and that's exciting. And I, so it's like a bigger place, obviously. Mm-hmm. Sure. And which I think I will feel more comfortable kind of spending time there. Um, I think like right now we feel more comfortable here just because it's bigger. Like mm-hmm. my, you've seen my living space. This is bigger than his apartment. Yeah, well, you're, but okay, but because your room is pretty fucking big. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So and this thing is bigger than his room and kitchen and bathroom and closet. Oh, really? Space. Okay, yeah. but how big is his place comparison to your bedroom? So I have a point of reference. About the same. Oh, that's that's a nice size. Because your your room could be like an apartment. Kitchen in here would be kind of, but there's, but there's no, but there's room for like a little hot plate and stuff. I guess, yeah, a little tiny kitchen. If you had to, you have a bathroom in your room too, don't you? Yeah, I have my own shower. Oh my god, I would never leave. I would never move out of that place. (laughs) It's really difficult, and the price is good for the Bay Area. Yeah. So. I know. I know. That's the thing. I sort of like. Sort of the thing I, I struggle with here is uh, I don't know if people know that I'm, I'm essentially subletting a place, right? right? But it's like a permanent sublet. I don't think those people are ever coming back, right? But it's I'm living among all their stuff, mm-hmm. and it's one of these things where it's like God, I'd love to have my own place, but I live in such an amazing neighborhood, like it's amazing, mm-hmm. and um, their apartment is rent controlled, so I'm paying like an amazing rent to live in this apartment in a great neighborhood the one price i have to pay is i have to live with their stuff and don't you have minor inconveniences like if they need to come back or something yeah so like if they come back well i just go to my parents house you know 
but that, I mean, that disturbs kind of your. It does, but routine. I mean, the, but the other thing is, I don't have to pay rent for those times. So. Oh. Yeah. So. That, that is pretty good. Yeah. So, um, and what's funny is where my parents live, because my parents live close to a freeway. Mm-hmm. So, and like, for instance, I'm technically much closer to East LA College geographically from where I live, mm-hmm. but it's actually faster to get there from my parents' house. Because where I live is very, it, I live like, I'm basically kissing West Hollywood. Like, I'm like a block away from West Hollywood. So, West Hollywood has no freeway. So, I have to drive to get to the freeway and then get on the freeway. You know, um, with my parents, it's a straight shot to East LA College. I'm there in the same, it's actually the same amount of time to go much farther distance. I just thought of something. When you edit this, you're going to remove all the gaps and silences. No, I don't. So, so it'll be, you will, so that it's shorter. No, I'll tell you why, because yeah. it takes more work. I'd rather lose. <laughs> I'm at the point now where I'm just There's like. There's a filter. There's a filter. I but know, but you okay. know, it, it sounds weird. I used it one time and it clips things, and I'm not a big fan mm-hmm. of it. Sure. And I also like silences. I think we use silence a lot for humorous effect. Yeah, it was a joke, Joe. <laughs> it was a fucking joke. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he'll be moving. <laughs> You're stretching this story out. <laughs> I'm done. I've been done with this story for 10 minutes. Well, my you... story is really short. I had my okay. last official English the finals next week, but I'll tell you about that in a second. But I had my last official English class on Wednesday. But you know what was funny was we had this research paper due, okay? Eight page research paper, eight to ten pages, okay? Okay. Once again, these dummy kids, and they're so dumb because. So f- one of the things I will say that's not fair is that my English teacher spent like, what was it, like six weeks on this goddamn Trump paper, right? Remember that? In the beginning of the semester? She gave us like 10 days for this eight to 10 page research paper that had to have at least three sources cited and you had to like <laughs> make up the question and like research it and give an answer that had to be controversial. It was awful the amount of time she gave us, right? And so... I just went with an easy one, right? I didn't even care about it. It went with, should California secede from the union? Okay. All right. An easy question. No, it, and I think I talked to you about this. It was such a difficult paper to write. It was difficult for me, and I'm a good writer. Yeah. I, what I did was I made sure the first four pages were really good. <laughs> and the second four pages are just really good bullshit. But okay. the first four pages are really good. Because I don't think she reads my whole... Because she probably reads and she goes, he's got it. You know, I already have an A in the class, you know? Yeah. Dude, it was a fucking bloodbath at this last day. First of all, I want everyone to know, on the first day of class, I don't know if anyone remembers this, I wasn't enrolled in the class. I added that class. And I only got to add it because I won a lottery to add that class. The, in the, all the seats were filled. I just got one of those seats. Okay. okay. This last day of class. So that, that's like 40 kids, right? Halfway through the semester, we were down to like 19. There were like 11 kids there on Wednesday, Shit. right? That's but now, now there had been 19 on like Monday. Yeah. Okay. And then that Wednesday, when that research paper was due, it was down to like 11. And then like four of those kids were like, I have to turn it in late. I didn't finish it, right? She was like, no, there's no turning it in. Leave and go get it done. We were down like six kids for the entire class. Six. Six of us actually finished the research paper. And 
I was like, oh, this is a fucking That's a blow. failure on her part. That's what I feel too, right? Yeah. So, uh, because she only get, I, I already thought of how she could have done it, everything, right? Anyway, the point is, then she talks about the final, right? The final is next Wednesday. The final's going to be easy. Right. Only six of you know about it. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> the final's so easy. The final is, we have to write a personal narrative. Now, Mike, you and I have talked about this already, so I'll let you give your argument. Okay. The, oh, right. the personal narrative, the question is, name a moment when you had to be st- – I told you what it was directly. and We had to be strong in the face of adversity or brave, something? Brave, brave. Oh, you had to be brave. That's right. Yeah. No, right about a moment we had to be brave. So I told Mike, I'm going to write about the time I stood up to her. <laughs> Come on, that will be the perfect ending yeah. to this class and this story. Yeah, you didn't say this is the perfect ending to the class. You said this – your exact words were <laughs> this would be the perfect ending to the story <laughs> and because i pointed out that you know life isn't you can't like think of it that way like you have to think of this as not an ending but like a point in your big story your life is one big story and um i think you don't want to piss her off like you you potentially tell that story well she has to be she's the villain yeah also i I think you're right i think it come around to your thinking too because i think i'm also gonna need to use her for recommendation because here's one of the things i've i think i've I've hinted at this or kind of mentioned it she loves me she Mm -hmm. loves 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 me so she'd actually be a good person to go to for a letter of recommendation because i'm gonna need one yeah don't spoil this yeah so she loves me, and so I'm just gonna I'm gonna talk about the math teacher, which we should just also, announce this now. Real, but, real quick, like, yeah. what a failure though that. So not only did she make I know what you're doing. Dro- no, wait, real quick. Mm-hmm. She made people drop, you know, because they're they've invested so much of their time already, and they're just losing that. Well, she didn't um, make them drop. She's again. no. No, she didn't make them drop. She said, don't stay in class. Go to the library. And no, no, no. You- All of the people that are not showing up. Like the the 40, you had a class of 40 and you were down to 15 or 19 or something. Well, the 19 happened like halfway through the class. Like yeah. They, those, so yeah. I'm saying like, so you've already lost those. Yeah. Then, you know, you're losing people. I don't know. It just, then only what percentage of the class is even hearing about the final that'll come in prepared for that? I don't know because what's funny is, even if they even if they said, you know what, I'm I'm just gonna take an F on the research paper and I'll show up for the final. They're kind of dumb because during that last class, she what she says, okay, want to so that personal narrative has to be six to eight pages, okay, and one of the kids raises his hand and goes, uh, in the syllabus it says just four to five, and she goes, ah, okay, let's just do four to five. So that means the kids are gonna show up to the final. And do six to eight page narrative and only have to be four to five pages. This will be the she, easiest final. I'm gonna I'm gonna be out of there in forty five minutes. It's gonna be so great. Okay. Um do you got any other stories? Those are all my stories, Mike Lawson. Joe, I think we're almost done. What do you Well got you said you had two stories? Week? No, I did them kind of. Steve's moving. Wait, hold on. Did I tell you Steve was moving and got the apartment? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Steve is moving, and I also told you, oh, about the subway guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did tell two stories. You're right. Yeah. 
You're right. Well, you guys, here are the stories you didn't get to hear about. Oh, I, I can't. Hear oh, well, you. It's, it's on my thing though. Oh, uh, I can hear you. Yeah. Um. Here, I I went to Dave Chappelle. Nothing happened. He performed with Chris Rock. The end. It was amazing. Okay. Okay. Um. What was the other story I told you about that I couldn't really get into on the air? No. <laughs> no, Joe. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> what was that thing that I said we shouldn't mention? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Um, <laughs> I can't even tell which one you're talking about. We did like a whole show. We literally, I, t- I told you like three or four really good stories. Yeah, um, but they were all related to things that we're not going to talk about, so let's move on. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, what do you have going on next week, Mike Lawson? Uh, nothing. The end. I've got a lot of work stuff, but that's, I mean, I'm just wrapping up for the year, end of the year. I'm that's going probably. to a bunch of things. Like, I have a whole day with John Paul on Saturday. I'm going to see, okay, listen to this. This is like, <laughs> I'm going to see a documentary about the Sondheim musical Merrily We Roll Along. Well, I'm in. On Saturday morning. Then okay. in, the, in the afternoon, I'm going to a matinee of Merrily We Roll Along. <laughs> is it related to this event? No. And starring <laughs> Wayne Brady. Oh, that's fun. And then at night, uh, I'm going with John Paul, the, with the Johns, to a screening of the movie The Founder, and there's going to be a QA with Michael Keaton. Uh, Michael Keaton after the screening. So okay. hopefully I don't fall down. And then I'm going to go uh, to read my Tales of the City book. I know. <laughs> um, cool. Well, Joe, I think you won the bet because we're at 25, 26 minutes. On I'm going to tell recording. you something. With that intro, it's going to be exactly 27. Oh, the theme song, right? Yeah. Oh, which, by the way, did you see uh, somebody on um, Facebook or Twitter? I don't uh-huh. remember. Sure. Keep going messaged us about the theme song what did they say or was it an email some very recently someone said they didn't want to play our show or something because or they skipped the first 30 40 the first minute or something because the theme song gets stuck in their head and something like that the theme song is very earwormy yeah catchy yeah so that's another person that doesn't like the theme song no they like the theme song it's just it gets in their head well, they don't like that it gets in their head because they have to skip it. Because my favorite part is, is I think this is Adam Vaught's favorite part too. I think he's the one that made it my favorite part. Is the part where it says, um, "He'll dump your headless corpse in the bay." Right, that part. But then the the background scene would go, "Dump your headless corpse in the bay," or something like that. Right? <laughs> uh-huh. He does it really fast. All right, Mike Lawson. Oh, you know what? My recording were over 27, so that means I win, right? Well, we haven't edited it yet. Oh, well, then I'll certainly win mm-hmm. at this point. We'll find out. <laughs> All right, Joe. Well, oh, it was nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. 
or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid. <laughs>